1: A season,
2: dirt, dirt, dirt. And to every
1: purpose, well, Good morning, geezers and whippersnappers, and welcome to another edition of There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf.
3: And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're privileged to bring you another hour packed with information, great discussion, and maybe just enough inspiration to use what you hear this week to spur conversation in your own life with family and friends.
1: Now, if you are at all interested in joining the program today and would like to call in and chat with us and so forth, we'd love to hear from you. Our number is 457-1290. That's 937-457-1290 anywhere in the area. And how else can people enjoy the show and get in touch, Glorier.
3: You can always send us an email at Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. And we encourage you to tell others about the program and point them to who.com Saturdays at 9 o'clock to listen live online.
1: So you and I know we owe our success, such as it is, and we're, we're up to 23 listeners now, to the world of talk radio and that the arena of news and talk seems like a
3: natural place to
1: discuss the topics of the
3: day, right? Right, right. I think that success. maybe we owe our success yes. to this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, I'd say we probably do take in a higher than average amount of news and information each day.
1: And sometimes imbibing all of this news and information comes to our detriment.
3: Yes, I know we've talked about <clears throat> just getting overloaded with a lot of the same stuff every day. Trump, Trump, and more Trump. Investigate this, investigate that. He said this, she said that. And of course, usually, there's a daily tragedy somewhere.
1: Yeah, and it's it's hard when you, when you pull it up either on your phone or TV or whatever. It's hard not to get jaded about the news. But we've usually made it a point in here to purposely not focus on the regular, uh, you know, news mill here that goes on with politics and so forth and all that daily noise coming out of Washington.
3: Right. But, I hear a but.
1: Yes, but sometimes some things catch our attention especially if they seem to have a generational tone and or a potential impact for other generations for the wider culture now on previous shows you've heard us throw around various generational names right we've got the We've got the Boomers, right? We've got the
3: Generation Xers
1: and the Wires. And I think there might have been a there's Z. A g- I'm, I'm not positive. Yeah, and
3: then somewhere out there, there's that weird, the Greenies. The, and then I'm you really sure we did a show where, where we from. talked
1: about uh, uh, Codgers yeah, and Coots.
3: <laughs> and then there's us, the we Geezer and Whippersnapper. And right. you would be the Geezer and I am well, the Whippersnapper, yeah, yeah, as we me, all know. Right.
1: Uh, And and then with that, there's one group that we've perhaps, for for lack of a better term, picked on in the past. And that would be
3: the millennials, generally recognized as those coming of age or coming of consciousness around the turn of the millennium. So most demographers place members of this group as having a birthday somewhere from the early 1980s to the mid 1990s.
1: Right. So even if you were born at uh, 94, 95, you know, you're, you're coming into school age, at least, and so forth. By the time we had the big mm-hmm. uh, Y2K, right? Yeah. Now, I suppose part of the reason we may have picked on the millennials uh, may be just that, well, you know, we're older and we can call them kids. Especially you. What?
3: You, you know, older, <laughs> calling them kids.
1: Yeah. And I might say again, whippersnapper, too though you seem to have that title sewn up. Anyway, there's been a lot of news lately from some of the new and old rock stars of the Democratic Party. And um, perhaps the person garnering the most press before having ever done anything. And I'm not talking about Barack Obama. That was a long time ago. I'm talking about now AOC. That's not a company coming near you. That's That's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And why, pray tell, why is she Hmm. generating so much press, Gene?
3: Well, some of it could be that she appeals to so many who have felt marginalized or forgotten in this country, and particularly in her district. Some of it could be that she's hardworking, intelligent, Mm -hmm. photogenic. Mm -hmm. She has a knack for getting on the camera Mm -hmm. and has said some um, provocative things. And some could be that she's now the favorite new bogeyman for the right.
1: I would agree with just about all of that. But Mm -hmm. it's the provocative and in several cases um, seemingly inane things that she has said that have caught our attention.
3: Did did you say inane or insane?
1: Uh, Well, I don't know. (laughs) and and, I'm sure there are people who hear what she's saying and say, Mm -hmm. hey, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But given the context in which she has said them, And given the base she's now addressing, many of them like her millennials, Mm -hmm. are we to be surprised or
3: concerned at the overarching theme, which is what? Socialism. And she likes it. Mm -hmm. And she's not alone. From the young Ocasio-Cortez to the rising Kamala Harris to good old Bernie Sanders. Good old Bernie. (laughs) The (laughs) buzz in large part of the Democratic Party especially among its younger voters, is socialism. Single-payer health programs, green economies, free higher education, guaranteed jobs, even guaranteed incomes. What the hockey stick is going on? (laughs) What's going
1: on is right. What we did a program a, uh, a couple of years ago about um, universal basic income. Yes, remember UBI I remember and that. So forth. Yep, yep. and that kind of fits within this theme and so forth.
3: Kind of. Uh,
1: and, and so, what we're wondering here today in the program, and again, remember, we don't we don't get overtly political about this, but there's such a such a generational uh, tide change, it seems, or at least a trend in a direction. Uh, does the emergence, or shall we say, the re-emergence? of socialist ideas concern you how or why have so many young people begun to believe in something that much of the world has tried to repudiate over a hundred years and you know of course any of these discussions and so forth start someplace on the continuum whether you're to the right or to the left right it could be argued that for the last for the majority of the last hundred years ever since say Woodrow Wilson uh, and then FDR, and then Lyndon Johnson, that, that the country has moved and continued to lurch leftward as the decades have passed. But some of the stuff coming out of Ocasio-Cortez's mouth and other people's, uh, is it pandering to this younger audience? Is this what people really believe, and why? And we're going to talk about that today. Uh, so if you have a thought, 457-1290. One way to get into this is, we're going to talk about an article here uh, written uh, in the Washington Post by Emily Eakins. And it goes like this. It's, the title of it is Millennials Like Socialism Until They
3: Get Jobs. Hmm. So, yes, Bob, millennials are the only age group in America in which a majority views socialism favorably. A National Reason Group survey found that 53 percent of Americans under the age of 30 have a favorable view of socialism compared with less than a third of those over the age of 30. Moreover, Gallup has found that an astounding 69% of millennials say they'd be willing to vote for a socialist candidate for president. Among their parents' generation, though, only a third would do so. Indeed, national polls and exit polls reveal about 70 to 80% of young Democrats are casting their ballots for presidential candidate Bernie Sanders, who calls himself... A democratic socialist
1: and, and a democratic socialist and, and the thing of it is if you followed at politics at all you know that Bernie Sanders has been around you know he's, he's older than God and and he's been running for various office and so forth and continuing and, to get reelected suddenly amidst an already leftward-leaning Democratic Party with Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama he garners all of this energy uh, in the last election cycle
4: and yes. we're all sitting
1: here looking at this going, how can this, uh, what is the a septuagenarian, how can this guy with these long, uh, this long history of socialist ideas be appealing to so many of these young people?
3: Right. So it goes on to say that yet millennials tend to reject the actual definition of socialism, government ownership of the means of production or government running businesses. Only 32% of millennials favor an economy managed by the government, while similar to older generations, 60% or 64%, I'm sorry, prefer a free market economy. And as millennials age and begin to earn more, hmm, their socialist ideals seem to slip away. So, so when you hear the term socialism, right? It aside
1: from the way uh, language, especially in our, our day and age now with the 24/7 news cycle, words get particularly energized, they become dirty, they become uh, Misrepresented tagged, you know,
3: sometimes even right it, it, all
1: sorts uh, of things. People throw around fascism and communism and, yep. and and all this kind of stuff. Well, mm-hmm. what does socialism actually mean to millennials, millennials, millennials? I'll get it out here. Well, in most polls, it means Scandinavia, even though countries such as Denmark, right near Scan, you know, part of Scandinavia, aren't socialist states. As the Danish prime minister has taken great pains to emphasize, and Denmark itself outranks the United States on a number of economic freedom measures, such as less business regulation and lower corporate tax rates, young people like that country's expanded social welfare programs. Coming of age during the Great Recession, now, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, millennials aren't sure if free markets and capitalism are sufficient to drive income mobility. And thus, many are comfortable with government helping to provide for people's needs. Indeed, a Reason Roop study found that 69% of these millennials favor a government guarantee for health insurance. This is why you're hearing so much buzz about, you know, Medicare for all and all this kind of thing. 54% support a guarantee for college education. Perhaps most striking is that millennials favor a big government that provides more services, 52% of them do, compared with 38% of the nation overall. So you've got this split here going on uh, generationally um, where a great number of young people at least feel some kind of a pull towards socialism. And there's a question here, obviously, of, you know, have we defined it right? Have they defined it right? Uh, Because you've got an awful lot of people jumping up and down and shouting about it. Right. These are our leaders and caregivers of tomorrow Heck, they're becoming our leaders of today Does any of this concern you? What are the pluses and minuses of this trend? And how do you think it got this way? What has got so many of our young people thinking about socialism? We're going to talk more about that We welcome your calls and input to 457-1290 when we return
3: you're
0: it's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. If you served in the military, you may be eligible for health care benefits at the Dayton VA Medical Center. These are benefits you've already earned through your military service, regardless of when or where you served. You may be eligible. To apply, just call us at 937 956 0770 visit our website at dayton.va.gov or just walk into the Dayton VA Medical Center and ask for assistance at the front desk. The Dayton VA Medical Center. You served us, now let us serve you. Searching for a newer used firearm? Not sure who to ask or what to buy?
5: Visit Shoot Point Blank, the leading firearm retailer in Dayton. Their friendly, knowledgeable associates will help you find the right firearm for you and only you. And with a huge selection of firearms, ammo and accessories, You'll be sure to find what you need at a competitive price. Shoot Point Blank can also order online for in-store pickup in just a couple days. Your search is over. Visit ShootPointBlank.com and live confidently.
3: This week's hot deals at Mark's Kettering. Delicious whole boneless pork loins, just
1: $1.29 a pound. Stock up now with Hillendale Extra Large Eggs, just
3: 59 cents a dozen. Giorgio whole mushrooms, an 8-ounce package for just 99 cents. There are lots of other great deals this week, so come to Mark's in Kettering and save big. Don't forget to check out our ever-changing closeout aisle. You never know
1: what you'll find. Fresh savings and smart living. Mark's. Hi, welcome to the Subway ad for $4.99 deals. How would you like it? Can I have it like a game show? Sure. We
0: sent two contestants out on the streets to see what they could find for $4.99. Our first bought five goldfish. Ooh, but the other went to Subway for $4.99 deals. He was able to choose from four tasty footlongs or six six six-inch meals that include a 21-ounce drink and chips for just $4.99 each. A winner every day. Subway, make it what you want.
1: Limited time only at participating restaurants. Additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or coupons may be applied. The Miami Valley's Ultimate Home Expo is back, February 8th through the 18th at the Dayton Mall. Get inspired with beautiful bath and kitchen showcases and ideas for your dream backyard. Plus, a house is not a home without a pet. Canine Solutions will be there for dog training sessions and the Humane Society of Greater Dayton will hold cats and dogs live adoption events. The biggest home improvement event in the region is happening at the Dayton Mall with free admission and free parking. Begin making your
3: house your dream home when you come to the Ultimate Home Expo.
5: Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's Retirement Resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement.
4: Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Dense fog to start off Saturday, and we're going to see that lasting all morning long and probably lasting into the afternoon hours as well. We're starting off with temperatures in the teens but quickly climbing throughout the day. 42 degrees is as warm as we'll get here today in Dayton. Possibly some sunshine trying to peek through broken clouds in the afternoon. Overnight tonight, the fog is going to redevelop locally dense once again. Low temperature 34 degrees, and on Sunday, Fog in the morning hours, afternoon sunshine, and a high temperature of 50 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO.
0: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO.
1: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm
3: Bob Wolf. And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number today. If you'd like to join in the conversation, if you don't want to be on the air, that's perfectly fine. You can leave a message with our fine producer, nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. You don't want to
1: be in the air? We don't want to hear. from No, that's not true. That's Bob, true. we do want to be hear quiet. From
3: <laughs> Just, who wouldn't want to be in the air? Well, you people, know, some people, people are more...
1: love talking to us, don't they? On the air? Well, maybe not. Yeah, because <laughs> then there's a record of it, right? <laughs> We're talking about socialism here today, and um. Why? Why it's become so popular, why it continues to emerge and reemerge in, in history and so forth. We've spent 100 years. We've had major wars. We've had millions of people uh, in countries uh, killed by their own leaders. Uh, why does it continue to persist and, and fascinate uh, people and, con- and particularly the younger folks? When we read some of those stats in the opening uh, opening segment here about millennials, got a couple of callers here. Let's welcome Bernie from Kettering. Bernie, good morning. How you doing?
6: Good, Bob. This is the other one, by the way. The other Bernie.
1: That's- <laughs> but anyhow,
6: my my points were, uh, you know, we we got a twenty one trillion dollar deficit, if not more. You know, where's the money going to come from? And number two, all socialist governments, like you pointed out, seem to have uprisings, and anybody who's against the government can be executed. So, uh, I don't think socialism's any good, and I think free market is the best. Of course, it's imperfect. There is no perfection, but you got to learn how to deal with being free.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's capitalism, certainly an imperfect uh, system, but uh, there is quite a fascination with all of this. And there have been an awful lot of countries that have become uh, one, once buying into socialism. Uh, it doesn't necessarily end up being an uplifting thing. It end up, ends up being a punitive thing for the people living there. Um, yes. But it it continues to happen, and um, you know this is just the latest generation that has that uh, that has that interest
6: you know they're thinking they're thinking it's utopia but I'll tell you uh, we have a form of it already think about and I'm not I'm for Medicare what they do they do a lot of good but in a way it's socialism because for example you have Medicare you can't have a health savings account and I have Medicare, and if I had my way, I would have a health savings account. Mm-hmm. I'd rather pay for a lot of it myself.
1: Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. But you, you, you're limited, obviously, Yeah, once the yeah. government has the control.
6: That, that's the that's socialist part of you know, governmental health care is it tells you what you can do. And I think that's wrong.
1: Thanks for calling in. Always right, good Bob. to hear from you, Bernie. You bet. Bye. Bye. Let's welcome Rex to the program. Rex, good morning. You're on There is a the Season. How are you doing?
7: Oh, Doing great. Thank you.
1: And what was your comment today?
7: Well, the hypocrisy of it all. I mean, people think that just because something's free, that's freedom. But freedom is something you have to work for, and people don't like to work. But as far as the hypocrisy that I wanted to talk about is the hatred that the left have for the right is so obvious. It's kind of like what they did in Virginia. They hated Donald Trump, especially after the riots and stuff in uh, Richmond they hated donald trump so much that they put a democrat into office there and now they're finding out that the democrat is not just a racist but he's a baby killer
1: well yeah and, and these are obviously other issues we could be discussing here today what the, the, and the and the fact there's uh this extreme polarization is something we've also touched on before on the program no matter what the issue i don't care whether it's uh energy and, you know, people talking about we have to get rid of coal, you know, and, and, uh, or, or the baby-killing uh, politicians that seem to be out there. But what is this general impulse? To, you mentioned free. Yeah. That's the thing that is kind of perplexed us here. Why do people believe that it is free?
7: Well, they have so much belief and faith in our country that you just walk across the border and you get free health care. You walk across the border and you're going to get a job. It's just that you live here; you're entitled to it because you're an American.
3: I, I have something I just ran across the other day, and I think it's appropriate right here. Just think about it. So, mice die in mousetraps because they don't understand why the cheese is free. Same thing happens with socialism. <laughs> yeah. Think about it. Well, and it's, hey, it's free. Hey, Rex,
1: thanks for the call. When <laughs> when uh, when we were talking prior to the program, we were talking about it. Some of those uh, uh, snippets that were appearing in the news. Right after uh, or just before President Obama got elected back in 2008, there were various people saying, I'm going to get a, you know, a free phone. I'm going to get o- Obama checks. I'm going to get a kitchen out of this. <laughs> and you sit there looking at this going, well, how? What, where? I mean, because for a lot of us, we pay for these things. You know, we, we have to actually translate work into, into some kind of somebody income and Somebody pay for this. pays for these but things. But there is a mentality that there is free
3: stuff that the government just is its own business yeah yeah
1: yeah. and we're going to talk about that and again we've got a caller here from uh, dave we'll get back to you in just a second here and there's a line open for you 457-1290 what is the fascination with socialism how has it come about is it our education system is it just news and media and tweeting and all of that kind of stuff why are so many young people fascinated with socialism again
3: 457-1290 when we continue after the news you are listening to there is a season on am 1290 and news 957 w h i o
0: this is the station dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news w h i o dayton springfield your news starts now depend on it
8: it's 930. I'm Jonah Adi with the WHIO News Update, our top story we're following this morning. We're keeping our eyes on the possibility of freezing fog out there. A look at what that means, plus uh, more on the Super Bowl preview that we have for you here today. Getting
4: ready for Super Bowl 53 tomorrow. Well, we've dealt with the cold for quite some time, but you're going to like what's in the forecast. I'm meteorologist Jesse Magger. Exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
8: Well, WHIO triple team traffic got a water main break reported in Miamisburg on Cambrai Court. Also seeing an accident on Haller Haller Avenue and Weaver Street and seeing an accident reported on North Main Street at Richard Street in Miamisburg as well. As far as those freeways go, not seeing any slowdowns out there today. Our top story, we're going to be uh, under the dense fog advisory until at least 1 o'clock this afternoon, and that has the potential to cause more than just a few problems in visibility. The fog has the potential to freeze when it comes into contact with surfaces below
4: freezing, but this comes just ahead ahead of a warm-up, so fear not. Around this time of year, we're looking at 35 degrees or so for a high temperature. Today we'll top off at 42, and throughout the week there's a good chance we'll be at or well above 50 degrees. Meteorologist
8: Jesse Mack has the exclusive WHIO forecast in just minutes. Well, the countdown is on to Super Bowl 53, and in Atlanta, the city is getting ready for the festivities, and the team is getting ready for their games. We're now just one day away from Super Bowl 53 as the New England Patriots and L.A. Rams got to enjoy a distraction-free day yesterday, free of cameras and the media. The focus solely on game plan now. Fox's Matt Napolitano says NFL veteran Tom Brady will face off against young gun Jared Goff, who is aiming at a Super Bowl win for his third year in the NFL. Well, now to Mason, where a teen is facing felonious assault charges in connection to a worker at the Great Wolf Lodge getting a skull fracture in the parking lot. Cops say 18-year-old Bailey McAfee is in jail after getting into an altercation with the 17-year-old that turned physical cops say the victim didn't want to press charges at first it was only after the medical evaluation showed more serious injuries that prosecutors filed charges McAfee will be in court on Tuesday the victim is in o- is in fair condition Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable weather forecast from meteorologist Jesse Mag.
4: A dense fog advisory issued till 1 p.m. And we're going to see dense fog around the Miami Valley lasting into the afternoon hours because of it. As we go throughout the day, possibly breaking some clouds for a little bit of sunshine later on. High temperatures up to 42 degrees. Now overnight tonight, we're seeing that fog redevelop if it even leaves. 34 degrees for the low and by tomorrow, fog in the morning, high temperature 50 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 957.
8: And the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows we're looking at a mostly clear day with uh, overcast skies, not much coming in the way of precipitation for us. However, we do still have that dense fog making an impact, especially in the northern Miami Valley. Now, south of I-70, you're seeing areas where the fog certainly is still dense, but north especially, you'll see that freezing risk a lot more with temperatures there significantly colder, 18 degrees right now in Troy. It's 22 in Springfield, 25 in Dayton at 930. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO, Continuing News.
9: Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks and trucks to get you through the winter snow. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership.
8: We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, Plus, our great selection of GM certified used vehicles.
9: Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, davekehlchevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale Chevrolet.
10: University of Dayton attracts some of the best talent in the country. At Elk & Elk, we take great pride in our legal talent. Call
7: 1-800-ELK-OHIO where our depth is your strength and every client's trust is earned. Elk & Elk, proud partner of the Dayton Flyers. Go Flyers!
3: You're not like everyone else. You have your own unique shape, size, and style, and your recliner or lift chair should too. Recline and Rest in Beaver Creek has the perfect chair to fit every individual. Whether you're looking for comfort, support, or some help standing up, we have the right chair that fits you. Visit our store in Beaver Creek on CJ Drive behind Bob Evans or see us online at reclineandrest.com. Treat yourself to comfort and style with Recline and Rest.
0: If you have back pain, then you have choices, and choosing the right doctor is just as important as choosing the right treatment. At Polkin Chiropractic, we focus on the cause of your complaints, not the effect. We offer safe, gentle, and effective treatment for all ages. So if you're frustrated with the management of your acute and chronic back pain, then call us at 299. 299- 2900 for your free consultation. All you have to lose is your pain. I'm Dr. TJ Polking and we've got your back. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone for Android? Just say, okay, Google, and then play WHIO News.
1: Thanks for being here again. Welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we
3: change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. 457 if you'd like to join in the conversation today, or if you simply have a question.
1: Uh, Dave had called in, and we were talking here a little bit about um, uh, Ocasio-Cortez's recommendation about the 70% tax brackets, which have not been, you know, it's there is a precedent. We had those back, I think, in the Carter era, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and, and uh, clarified one little thing he was saying about you know when that 70% kicks in but but the, the, the focus if I have this correctly is that she really wanted to tax those people who made a lot of money, $10 million or more that the dollars beyond that would be at this 70% rate and I heard um, the uh, author and radio host Mark Levin do a number on this within the last week when he was talking about all the great capitalists of the last century you know, John D. Rockefeller who found a way to get fuel, you know, to people's homes, Carnegie with steel, uh, Vanderbilt with the railroads, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Ray Kroc with McDonald's, um, uh, Bezos now with with Amazon. Um, He he went on and on and, and mentioned all these things. And you have to stop and think, well, if those people had not had the guts to, first of all, put their money up and take some risk, and I'm sure all of them had failures in their past business life until they finally hit it. And if they had not had some latitude, I'm not saying these people were perfect by any means. They may have stepped on their rivals at some who knows. But the fact is they they created businesses that employed thousands of people and generated enormous benefit for people in this country. Mm. If all of them were gone, if every one of them had not done what they d- did, where would we be as a nation? Would we have refrigerators sitting in every you know, kitchen? Right. Would we have cars to drive, multiple cars? Would we have houses with more space than we need, quote unquote, <laughs> right? TVs and everywhere. Where would all this be if we had not had people like this who uh, took some risk and, and put this out there? This seems to be lost on a lot of young people who want something free, you know, who are probably not gonna take the same risks that some of these entrepreneurs did. Um, and it's it's perplexing us, right, because there seems to be more and more, as you said, of those opening stats. It is. So we want to know, four five seven twelve ninety. what are your thoughts about this? Let's welcome Barb to the program. Barb, welcome to There is a Season.
11: Hi. I have a suggestion what they should do because kids are ill-educated. They are not educated correctly. They're propagandized, actually. So this is my suggestion. In schools and colleges across the nation, it should be mandatory uh, reading and watching the film of Dinesh D'Souza. I Dinesh
1: remember him. Dinesh D'Souza
11: yep. has written many books and made films, and he's documented everything. It's well-researched. And they, then students will get the truth of socialism and... ...ism and Nazism, because it all goes together.
1: hmm Well, and, and as we're going to point out here, if we get time, uh, you know, the, uh, the National Socialist Party, which was the Nazis, and Communists approach uh, things from different perspectives and perhaps different practices, but they're both focused on statist philosophy, that the government is going to control your life. Correct. And, uh, and, and you point out education. We're going to try to talk about that here in just a moment. It does seem to be lacking, uh, and it has been lacking uh, in a generational way. And, and so you wonder how ideas get passed on you know, to kids, um, probably from people who had things passed on to them.
11: Correct. They're not being educated properly. They're being propagandized. They're coming out of these schools and colleges as little mind-numb uh, fools. They can't think for themselves. They can't <laughs> think things through.
1: Yeah, critical yeah. thinking seems to be out the window. Correct. Well, we're going to get into education a little deeper here in just a moment. Thanks for the call.
3: Thank yes, you. Thank you.
1: Let's welcome Ernest to the program. Ernest, how are you?
10: Hey, doing pretty good. of itself.
1: All right. So uh, what's on your mind today regarding socialism?
12: You know, I, I understand the idea of so many who, uh, I, I believe it's the fact of wealth is has made so much money, and that disparity between the wealth and the poor. Uh, but certainly along the lines, when we look back at our history of this country, we, we look back and we see that uh, be probably between the 30s, all, uh, between the all the way up to World War II, that most of the people in this country never paid taxes, and it was those wealthy individuals who ended up paying those taxes, and, and certainly that those numbers went up to 90%. Even up to in, into 1980,
1: it was 90%. Oh, there's still a, an enormous skew. Most you know, of the taxes are paid by the highest percentage of people in this country.
12: Very much so, very much so. And I can understand from that point of view what they're saying, and especially when there might be uh, the economies have changed so much that no one, you know, that, you know, people aren't working.
1: Where is it assumed, so, though? What, why do, I mean, uh, I can see that there might be class envy, there might be financial envy, but where is the, uh, there's something not computing for me here. Where is it taught to young people, or where is it uh, inculcated that somehow or another they should just turn to this thing called the government for stuff, for free things, for, for benefits and so forth? Where does that come from?
12: Uh, you know, I don't think it, you know, I just, I think it's a natural thing that falls out from uh, an economy that has gone from you know it's, you're seeing more of that disparaging state of the wealthiest and the poorest, and even in a a good economy, we seem to think that this trickle down theory works, and it doesn't. I don't think we're dealing with the same the same parents. I don't think we're dealing with the same parentage where all of a sudden you had individuals who owned companies and they meant to have those companies forever and, and be in the family uh, and last forever. Yeah. Whereas those children of those individuals sold those companies out and, and it's no longer part of America. They may be owned by Chinese. They may be owned by some foreign entity and i think we have to look at the changes that come from that
1: so i'm sensing here eric thanks for the call i appreciate it, ernest i i'm i'm sensing here that there's a, a perhaps a, a large percentage of the population that does not feel that they've got a purchase on whatever the economy is certainly the economy changes we've gone from you know heavy industry to uh, other kinds of manufacturing we've gone into the service age we've gone into the information age And it's difficult sometimes for people to kind of migrate and move their careers and and have a purchase on these things. And when there is an awful lot of the wealth in the country being created through finance, through manipulation of finance and what happens on Wall Street, I can see how a lot of people might feel somewhat disenfranchised from the whole process. Let's welcome Eric to the program. Eric, welcome to There is a Season.
2: Uh, Good morning. Um, I think something that a lot of people are missing here is that – the millennial uh, generation was raised this way. Um, you know, everybody got a participation trophy. <laughs> Nobody was number one. We're all the same. We're all great. You know,
1: kind of uh, a socializing of success, even well, at an early age.
2: Exactly. And, uh, you know, when it was going on, everybody watching it from the right that was thinking that, you know, well, yeah, this is kind of weird, but that doesn't really do any harm. It's okay, I guess. Well,. Now you're seeing the harm it does because they think they should be given everything.
3: Yeah. And you know, there's a new study out. Uh, this also a good point. A new study shows that 52.1% of kids are living in households that are getting welfare. It is becoming a way of life. You know, this, this is, this is a system that looks very appealing to people.
2: Well, when you're raised uh, that you don't have to work and you that's, you know, right. that's just kind of where, where your mentality goes. And it's, it's hard to get them out of that mindset. If you've tried to talk to anybody in that generation about, you know, you you don't think that you need to work for what you get, and that no, they don't. They right. they think that everybody should get the same. So, yeah. you know, until we can break that mindset, this is a problem we're going to have to continue to deal with.
1: You're right, Eric. Thank you for calling. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you.
2: You guys have a good day. Thank you. You too.
1: too. Four five seven twelve ninety. It's nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Anywhere in the area, as we talk about socialism and its allure, particularly for our millennials, with some huge statistics. Now, some people will make the point that um, uh, you know it's 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 one of those headlines that we've had in some of these articles. Millennials love socialism until they get a job, until they have to pay do a paycheck, and they actually see the tax broken out, and they say, "Well, what's all that for?" Right? And of course, nobody itemizes it on your check. If they did, of course, you would need a check that was 15 pages long <laughs> to show all the places that your money goes, right? right. Even in infin- infinitesimally small amounts. But if that, see, that part of the, the education is not there. What, what I sometimes sense is that there's a large percentage of the population that thinks of the government like a business, like an entity that has stuff to give away. It just has stuff to give away. And, and in reality, the government creates nothing, right? It, it creates nothing. All it does is moves things around. Right. We have one more caller here. Let's uh, welcome Wade to the program. Wade, welcome to There is a Season.
13: Oh, hey, thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. Thank you. listen, what I wanted to talk about a little bit was uh, the definitions. Like, I have a problem when someone says it's not fair or, for instance, free. Free education should um, scare you down to the bones. Because when they talk about it, what they really mean is government-controlled, taxpayer-funded and when you put the taxpayer in in uh, charge of education, all right, then that means that naturally there's the the government's going to assign, um, you know, what needs to be taught, what should be taught, what could be taught, you know, those type of things. And it's scary to think that all of a sudden now, all these teachers who run around saying, "Oh, well, we have the authority to um, to." Uh, uh, publish what we want and to have free thought and of course most of its pretty radical thoughts but they won't get that opportunity if they start going outside of the uh, accepted norms once the government takes control right for so let's say a, a a professor has different views on abortion or different views on you know whatever welfare you know i mean all of a sudden he could be shut down really fast and that like i said my mind stretches. You know, I worked for the government for a long time. My mind immediately starts jumping to those things, where if you start, you know, there's going to be unintended consequences from having a free higher education system. Does mm-hmm. that make
1: sense? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's... I appreciate the input. Thank you. Uh, okay. You know what? I... Wade mentioned something that um, brought up, brought to mind um, Charles Murray's book, uh, Why I'm a Libertarian. And the first f- few chapters of that, he discusses what is a libertarian. What does he believe? And, and he gets into this idea of what is the government essentially needed for? And he talks right. about military defense, utilities, police, fire courts. He didn't list education on the list uh, as a libertarian. Didn't think that that was necessary as a, as a goal.
3: Yeah. I mean, he mentioned a lot of good points. And socialism isn't power to the people. It's only power to the socialist rulers. Right. right. And people do not understand that.
1: Well, it's always sold. It was sold by Chavez, you know, in 2003 when he came to power in Venezuela, promising, you know, that the worker was going to rise and they were going to get rid of corruption and so forth. And Venezuela went from the wealthiest country in Latin America to now one of the poorest. Right. With millions leaving. Well, uh, we've got uh, space for you still here before we go to our break. Four five seven, Let's uh, try to see if we can get Sonia in here. Welcome to the program, Sonia.
10: Hi. How are you?
1: Good. Good. Thank you.
3: Uh,
10: well, you know, I, I hope I'm not out of line because I kind of uh, got in the car in the middle of a conversation, but you were, um, what I heard was um, people taking advantages of welfare. And my, just my two cents worth is I had a, a friend of mine who was a single mom uh, a couple of years back, and she was working very hard. The only assistance she got was um, uh, a discount on, uh, on child care. And uh, so, that I means she was working very hard, making very little hourly, and uh, when she received that 25-cent uh, 25 cent raise, it put her in a bracket where she no longer received um, a discount on child care, and so she would have paid more for child care than she would have in her job. And to me, that, that – it kind of promotes people to be on welfare for – Lack of better terminology, mm-hmm. uh, you know. It, it. I think the government makes it very hard to um, to better yourself.
1: There are always going to be those mechanical overlaps, and, and that's that's a fairly common thing. It's, it's talked about a lot. Where, uh, yes, the making of a genuine earned income tends to work against whatever's coming from, from the welfare state uh, and, and you know, this safety net that we talk about having. And I don't think anybody would argue that, uh, that you shouldn't have some form of a safety net uh, where there have been certain revisions or uh, reforms to uh, the safety net. People have normally tried to tinker with the number of weeks that you can be receiving benefits of some kind, but they've always been pushing this idea that you need to get back to work that people need to work. And it is difficult because some people do get caught in that jam where they're striking a delicate balance of trying to say, I've got some you know, government aid, and that aid is paying for this thing, which is allowing me to go over and get this job. But now when I get the job, it's actually going to take away the aid. And it seems like they're in a very tough spot.
10: Right. It's, a, it's like a, a circle. Now, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't think a welfare check should be handed out. You know, there's there's so many things that people can do to, to retain their dignity. You know? There's got to be jobs that they can be given, but at the same time, it's, it's almost like a vicious circle. Um, you know, you, you, they get so used to being handed that money, but they're not made to do anything for it.
1: Right, right.
10: And and then you get you get someone like myself. Um, I'm on social security. I have no um, government assistance. I raise three grandchildren because they're not. Um, I did, I'm not legally adopting them. It's very difficult. So you know, someone like myself, go wait a minute. I am working my tail off <laughs> trying yeah. to uh, uh, to keep my head above water. Uh, and and I, I don't know. I I'm not making any sense. It, no, I think uh, you
1: made some good points. Very good points. And uh, and we appreciate you calling in this morning. Thank you, Sonia.
6: You're very welcome. Have a good day.
1: You You too. Bye-bye. Hey, Joe, we've got time for you in just a moment. We come back from the break. Why are people so fascinated with socialism again? 457-1290. We have a few minutes when we come back.
3: You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Technology has made buying a home easier, but nothing takes the place of good old-fashioned hard work. Hi, Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps from Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, I can find all kinds of houses for sale online. Sure, but it doesn't guarantee the
8: best results. For you, it's all about strategy, isn't it? It is. Every home needs its own systematic plan. Listing it online is a great start, but real progress happens when we start
1: contacting qualified buyers and sellers that are ready to move right now. Well, I know it works. Once again, you've sold over 100 homes this past year and are in the top 1% of all Miami Valley agents. We're fully committed to getting results for our clients. Hard work makes all the difference. Contact Richard Herbst, Keller Williams Hometown Realty at 477 1411. That's 477 1411. Or visit teamherbst.com, team H E R B S T.com. I can spot a winner when I see one Richard Herps. What's that number again? 477 1411.
8: Score great savings now during Menards Super Sale. Get a remarkable paint at an incredible value with Pittsburgh Ultra Interior Paint. It's a paint and primer in one that provides exceptional height and coverage. A gallon of Ultra Interior Flat or Ceiling Paint is 15.97 after mail-in rebate. Additional sizes and finishes are also on sale.
0: Find these and other big savings during Menards Super Sale. Going on now through February 2nd. Save big money, at the night.
5: Stock market instability, volatility and losing money is a big concern, but it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's Retirement Resource and author of Income Allocation David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437 and tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement.
4: Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC registered investment advisor. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton is there when your body needs repair. Like a trusted friend you can rely on, OID has been providing care to patients in Dayton and surrounding communities since 1971, with services like sports medicine, spinal care, total joint replacement, hand, foot, and ankle, along with MRIs and physical therapy, with a team of dedicated, fellowship-trained physicians with you every step of the way, so remember, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com.
5: This is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com.
0: Find your comfort zone at Frisch's Big Boy with $5.99 comfort bowls and combos. Kick back with our mashed potato and chicken bowl. Take on our chili champ bowl. Or go big with our three egg breakfast bowl. All just $5.99 each. Or create your own comfort combo. Choose from select entrees, sides, and drinks for just $5.99. But don't get too comfortable. Our $5.99 comfort bowls and combos
4: are available for a limited time only at Frisch's Big Boy. Dense fog to start off Saturday and we're going to see that lasting all morning long and probably lasting into the afternoon hours as well. We're starting off with temperatures in the teens, but quickly climbing throughout the day. 42 degrees is as warm as we'll get here today in Dayton. Possibly some sunshine trying to peek through broken clouds in the afternoon. Overnight tonight, the fog is going to redevelop locally dense once again. Low temperature 34 degrees and on Sunday fog in the morning hours, afternoon sunshine and a high temperature of 50 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO.
0: When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO.
1: Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. I'm Gloria. And we've been talking about socialism today, and there's so much we'd love to get to on this topic, but we're going to at least point you toward a really good article. It's called Millennials May Love Socialism. But socialism won't love them back. And you can find it in the August 24th, 2018 posting from Investors Business Daily. And here's just a synopsis.
3: America's older generations have no one to blame but themselves. They delivered their children and grandchildren into the hands of unionized public schools run by leftist administrators with their dumbed-down biased curricula. They sat them in front of TVs and computer screens without paying attention to the nonstop message of civil, civilizational self-loathing that they imbibe from the mainstream media. Is it any surprise that the millennial generation sees socialism as an answer to all of the world's shortcomings? After all, its utopian ideals of total equality and an end to human want are appealing to young people. Far from learning the truth that America has been the greatest force for freedom in the history of humankind while creating unparalleled wealth for its citizens. Students today are relentlessly drilled with a progressive catechism of guilt over America's long-admitted shortcomings in history. The result, folks? A generation raised on moral equivalency, diversity, and a jauntist view of their nation's own past. A generation of Americas that hate their own culture, even as hundreds of millions around the world dream of coming to this land of opportunity and freedom.
1: Wow, that's powerful. and that's uh, mm. that that gets that touches on the education point and uh, and a number of other things. that again, is the millennials may love socialism, but socialism won't love them back from investors' business daily. Uh, we're we're out of time, unfortunately. I wish I could get to the other calls that are on here. If you do have a comment, you want to follow up, send us an email, please, to Bob and Gloria at there is a dot com. That's Bob and Gloria at There is a Season show. We would uh, love to hear your comments about this program and anything else we do here. That'll do it for us today. We thank you very much for being here. Remember, dear friend, seek grace in every step and never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend and co-host Gloria Shanahan, who's not a socialist. No. For our producers, also (laughs) not socialists, And everyone who makes this show possible. I want to thank you for being here. You've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Have yourself a blessed week.
4: From
0: our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.